Welcome to the Agoracom podcast, where investors discover great small cap companies. Thank you for taking Agoracom with you and make sure to follow our podcast. Welcome to CEO Interviews, a production of Gorkong, in which we take the time to small cap executives on what's going on at the companies. Guys, if you're big believers in the metaverse, you know it's a $30 billion market already, and you believe in where it's going, $800 billion, trillion dollar markets that numbers have been throwing around, then you're going to love this interview with Liquid Avatar Technologies, which trades in Canada under LQID, and for friends in the US, LQABF. The company is, I'm going to give you the official line and give you the great description. They're a global blockchain and fintech solutions company that's focused on digital identity, integrated avatars, and the metaverse. Now, a lot of people want to use those buzzwords, but more than just lip service, the company's flagship aftermath islands, an open world, massively multiplayer game environment that's been built with stunning graphics on the Unreal Engine and supported by free-to-play and earned gaming has already generated over $3 million in gross sales. So this is far beyond an idea and a concept. It's already up and running. The beta build is live and players can interact with non-player characters right now. So it's, like I said, off and running. And it's the first ever metaverse to deploy a blockchain proof of humanity. Uh, that's one of Liquid Avatar's you know, core technologies in order to create safety, trust, and privacy. And that's a perfect dovetail into the genesis of the company to begin with. It was a global blockchain and personal identity solutions company that empowers individuals like you and I to manage, control, and generate value from our biometrically verified uh, digital identity, while also providing governments, businesses, et cetera, with the uh, ability to easily integrate digital wallets, digital identity solutions, and create businesses out of that. And if you're a big believer in the metaverse, it's already I don't know, a $30 billion market but we've heard the likes of City say it's going to be a multiple trillion dollar market uh, by the end of this decade. So here to talk about 2022 in review and where we're going in 23 is David Lukacs. Welcome back, my friend. Thanks, George. Really appreciate being here and Happy New Year to you Happy and New everyone Year. out there. Happy New, Year to you. Happy New Year to you as well and to all Liquid Avatar shareholders. Uh, market conditions aside, because yeah. Tesla, Amazon, Meta, Facebook, uh, Google, Apple, who's lost a trillion dollars of market cap, have all had their challenges. So no one can look at you and say, hey, what, what do you got to say for yourself? Aside from market conditions, was 2022 a breakthrough for Liquid Avatar, a breakthrough year? Wow. That, the answer, the short answer is yes. Um, the long answer is a trillion dollar market cap loss, right? Yeah. That That's bigger. Like, that's almost as big, I think, as the GDP of Spain, right, or Australia. I think it's it's well on its way to to where Canada is. I mean, it's like it's like the country disappeared, you know, and all the businesses disappeared. Um, yeah, 2022 was um, was highly transitional for us. It, it really was. Um, we, you know, we we started out um, sort of in in a market where COVID was was a big issue. And and governments were all centered around how do we do validation and verification? And that was really, really important as we were building out our metaverse and, and our other technologies. And then quickly government shifted for two reasons away from digital identity and obviously into the economy and, and where the economy was going. And and but the shift away from digital identity 
was because COVID became less of an issue, I think, number one. And, and that verification became less of an issue. And they realized that it's, it's a much longer term approach, even though we had met um, many of the requirements that we had a working model. The other thing is, is what I think as a, as a young company, not having spent a lot of time in, in the government um, sector, um, we didn't realize that the legislative issues were going to become a hot potato. So, George, it's easy to say that we can do digital identity to prove that someone, when they want to go in and buy a package of cigarettes, a lottery ticket or a bottle of alcohol or whatever restricted product, that is easy for us to do. We've done that. We've proven that we have that technology today. But the government still have on the books legislation that requires physical government identity to be used. So um, until that changes, um, governments aren't going to really start to move forward greatly with digital identity. But we're there. So we we understanding that in early 2022, we really focused on what we can do in the transition from Web 2 to 3 using our, the technologies we're already built and leveraging them into our metaverse and potentially other opportunities as well. Yeah, by the way, not to drop, that was a great pivot because most companies would just be stumped right there and say, uh-oh, the market's not quite ready for us yet. Yeah. But you're able to transition really smoothly and nicely into aftermath islands and by the end of the year, proof of humanity. So mm-hmm. let's talk about your meta, the metaverse side of the business, aftermath islands. I kind of alluded to the status, the betas out there. You know, yeah. what's the status of it right now? Then let's talk about some individual components. But what's the status of it, where it is now, and where it's going in 2023? Well, let's start with the comment you made right at the outset that we did $3 million in gross sales. That's Canadian dollars. And that's before discounts and allowances and promotions and everything else. Sure. And, and, our, and, and for anyone who reads our financial statements, I want to be very clear. The accounting treatment of our numbers are um, until the metaverse is built, um, fully built and and enabled based on IFRS reporting standards as a public company, we have to defer much of that revenue. It doesn't mean we can't use the incoming cash flow from that. And Aftermath did, did you know, what I believe is really well in in, in 2022. Really well. We, they know the space and a lot of right. a lot of projects crashed. Right. And we we continue to build and and we met the goals and objectives for 2022. By the end of the year, we already had put up a working um, uh, GPU cloud server powered by our friends at Amazon and pixel streaming um, platform. In fact, you know, people can go out and try it today. I can't guarantee it'll always be up because it's a beta, but, you know, play.aftermathislands.com, you can go and see that in real time. Now, again, you don't have to download it. That's the real cool part. Say that URL again because we're going to put it across stream. Play.aftermathislands.com. Yeah. And, and, and and again, please keep in mind that this is still early stage, and there's a, there's walk around. There's not a lot of lot you can do just yet, but you can see the quality of what we're producing, and and the feedback from the industry has been amazing. And in the events that we've talked about, where everybody's talking about the future, we're talking about the now. So that is up and running, and we have a lot more to come up in the next you know a quarter or two, including a lot more active active gameplay. But we also launched last year um, in in Q4. Uh, Lost Kingdom of Tassar, which is our play-to-earn game. And that allows users to go in and collect resources, which which are 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 then turned into an NFT. And not an NFT based on, on a value proposition, an NFT to manage the inventory. And those NFTs can be used in, in the gaming and crafty center business to build things. Now, 
we launched it on the premise that we needed to see how it worked. And, and in, in fairness to everyone out there, we've been doing this for a long time and, and, and we've been hired by companies um, like Disney and Marvel and all these great companies because we, we understand that interaction between marketing and technology and engagement. Sorry, and, what do you mean you've been hired by those kind of companies? Well, in our past businesses, I think we've reported that right. that we've worked on Disney projects, you know, Yankee right. projects. We worked on all these projects in the past because, or 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 um, you know, television programs, because we understand how marketing and technology integrate, and we really focus on four key things. We focus on creating awareness, engagement, activation, and conversion. And so we launched Lost Kingdom of Tessara or Alcott. And and the users embraced it right away. And by the end, we launched it on October 19th. At the end of October, we had generated just over 11,000 uh, resource packs uh, in the form of NFTs for, for inventory. I thought that was a really good number, 11,000. By the end of November, George, we had generated 130,000. So you had some uh, exceptional growth. That's pretty that's good. That's crazy growth. Okay. But by December 22nd, we had already done three hundred five thousand, and it got better. So, users how, how is that happening, David? How is that happening? And what, what do you attribute that? Well, you'd have to go to lostteamdesire.com and play. I mean, it's a very strategic, engaging. I want to say addicting game in which you can create resource resource packs, and you can um, put them in your wax wallet, and you can save them for when the game is live, and you'll be able to use those resources to make items which you may want to consume or trade or do things with, and. So, so December 22nd, 305. So over the holidays, we launched a, a secondary engagement program. By December 31st, we had done 465,000. Wow. <laughs> and, and, and I'm happy to report as of this morning, we've already done 640,000. And, and the first five days of the month alone, we did 175,000 resource packs. So people are loving, bottom line there is, People are loving the game, yeah. and that's the most important thing, right? And, and, and that 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 energy, that 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 feel, and it's not being played by just young people. We've got a swath of players that are between thirty and fifty years old, and we understand. And everybody has to use a, a Liquid Avatar's mobile app for proof of humanity to get into Elcon. So let me be clear about this. So those numbers, you go, wow, those numbers are great. Oh, we've got to have some bots in there, duplicate. There are no bots, new duplicate accounts, and no fakes, no hacks. Because using Proof of Humanity, everybody is one user, one account. And what's really cool is the users are anonymous to us. And wait, and that's a perfect segue into Proof of Humanity. I don't want to just say that you and I really know what that is right. and how right. game change that is. Let's talk about that to investors. Uh, what Proof of Humanity is as a concept. We don't have to do a whole deep dive, but as sure. a concept yeah, exactly. it is. And why and why it's so important and why it's got such a great future ahead of it. If and it's very simple. If you think of identity as binary, you're either unknown or known, right? But we sort of we sort of have taken that unknown or known. And unknown is everybody can do whatever the heck they please. And we get these fake accounts, we get these bad actors, we get duplicate accounts, we get bots, we get everything else. That's okay? Twitter, right? Twitter, Elon Musk. Well, I, I don't want to comment on, I don't want to comment right? on everything, but that's everything on the internet today, right? In general, everything, right? And it's um, some of the, I mean, Roblox has been affected by this. Fortnite has had issues. I, and again, it's not that they don't do it, what they can to pre prevent that. It's just, it's, it's part of what the web two environment is all about or web one and web two. 
by adding, so, so that's zero. That's a, a null event. KYC, which is bank grade verification, is too invasive for gaming and for, for other situations. Right. For opening up a financial account, all that stuff, that is required. So if it's zero one, proof of humanity fits in the middle. Nice. I like and that. Proof of humanity says, I, I, I am a real person. I've validated my device. So I know that I know what country I'm in. And then I've given some type of attestment, of, a, a self-attestment of age. And we've used artificial intelligence to match that against your biometrics. So what we do is we say, look, you're a real person. Come on in. And we know that you're from a specific country because we have to bar certain countries. Um, you, you can easily gain the list, whether it's, you know, some of the countries currently at war on an OFAC list, whatever the case may be. So, so that user remains anonymous. And that user, the cool part about remaining anonymous is, is they're now in control of all their marketing data. So if somebody wants to ask for the marketing data, they may have to give them some kind of value to get that out of them. So it really starts to, this is the whole premise of Web3. And we've been talking about this in digital identity. But what we slipped in between zero and one was that 0.5 for proof of humanity. And it is working like a charm. And once people have uh, launched it, they don't even think twice about it because there's no username and no password. To get into Lost Kingdom of Tassara and eventually get into Aftermath Islands, you'll never use a username and password. You'll only use your proof of humanity to get in. And one metaverse, one Web3 expert said, this is what the metaverse will need to move forward because mm-hmm. I'll say it because you, you don't want to comment on it, but I'll say it. It's the biggest problem facing Elon Musk right now. Who's real? Yeah. Who's not? What's a bot? What's multiple identities and all that. And yeah. it's, it's, it's the biggest problem he has to solve. Yeah. And if, and when he solves it, it's going to turn that whole platform around. But so we don't want the There's metaverse to be infected by this. Like we're, the Twitter is a platform already started and it's got, but the metaverse, we want to make sure we get off on the right foot. And that's why proof of humanity is potentially a game-changing technology, right? Well, when I when I have the opportunity, you're 100% right. When I have the opportunity to go out and speak, and I speak at events, I speak on podcasts, I, I do quite a bit. I go, um, this allows us to erase the sins of the past, right? Nobody wants to be duped. Nobody wants bad actors. Nobody wants predators around around young people. Uh, George, I say this, and then I'll come back to to your comment on, on, on Twitter and other platforms. But if I said to you, George, I've got a room over to the side here. I've got 30 people in there. It's a darkened room. They're all in disguise. You don't know if they're good or bad. How comfortable would you be in, in entering that room? Probably fairly uncomfortable, right? Unless you're completely you're kind uncomfortable, of obviously we okay. need to do it, but we're doing it right. all in all. Well, would you let, would you let your, you know, your children do it? And your oh, children sure. are young adults and, and teenagers. You'd never let them do it. But when you think about it, we do that every day online. We go into places online where people are in disguise. We don't know if they're good or bad. We don't know if they're going to out there to hurt us. We don't know if they're out there to scam us. What we're doing um, and bringing it to the metaverse and, and we're talking to gaming and we're talking to uh, virtual government programs and all these virtual programs is we can erase the sins of the past without causing any damage. But the challenge is that if you're a large social media organization today, if you put this technology in place, how many users are you going to lose? How are you going to roll back? Now, Twitter has a unique opportunity. They're sort of a private company now. Well, they, so they can. can they As want. a public company, they probably just didn't want to go through that because right. Wall Street would, would, would have whacked them, but it's private right. now. Right. And in fact, I think I've mentioned this in the past. I think, I can't remember, I think it's 20, I think it was 2021. It might be 2022, but 
Um, the major social media accounts uh, companies removed almost 1.6 billion accounts that were fake. And there's a lot more out there. And and so it hurts marketers. It hurts other users. It 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 changes the way that we act online. With our, uh, we generally have a tendency to use our inside voice online because we're not accountable. There's no responsibility accountable. But when you start putting in um, digital identity, proof of humanity, and all these other factors, if if you go south and 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 you sour your reputation and you're banned from a site, you can't come back because it isn't a username and password and a new email. It's your biometrics. So so there's got to be a lot of um, you know and and. And um, on January 1st, several states in the U.S. adopted new privacy legislation similar to what California had already done. So we're starting to see that snowball, yep. snowball happening. So, so I think we're on the right track. Now, again, 2022 was euphoric at the beginning and disastrous for, for our sector at the end. But we survived and, and we grew. We actually grew. During well, there's that a year. catharsis going on, right? George right. Bucks is getting killed because it wasn't real. Liquid Avatar, Aftermath Islands, the companies yeah. that even even though even though your stock suffered just like Apple and Google and Tesla and yeah. all them, it based off real business. You have a real business, and that's what's going to make it through. And the market has to go through this catharsis phase every once in a while. Of okay, yeah. there's been part of my language. Too much bullshit has been built up. We need to clean this stuff out and get back mm -hmm. to the real companies. It's yeah. just nature. It's happening. Let me ask you a question. Ba You've you've used your you've used your technology to prove it in your own environment, Aftermath yeah. Islands, with yeah. your blockchain proof of humanity. Yeah. What's the interest been like from the outside on either or? It doesn't have to be always a complete package. For example, I know Aftermath Island seems like it's got a lot of interest, in, like the likes of Agoracom saying, "I want to create a metaverse. I want to put it on Aftermath Islands because I just want to partner. I don't want to rebuild it all sure. myself." What right. level of interest are you starting to get from? outside of your ecosystem in terms of uh, leveraging your technology? Well, um, I, I, again, I, I want to I want to be fair to everyone because everybody has to do their own due diligence. But um, what we have heard time and time again when people see our application is we're the cleanest application they've seen today. It's 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 easy. There's no download. It's not pixelated brand products look like brand products. This is the other thing, George, which is is sort of game changing for this environment. You can be inside of Aftermath Islands, let's say in our clubhouse, which the URL I gave you. You can click on something and it can open up a traditional browser window without leaving our metaverse. So is that so big a difference? Because if I go back to that awareness, engagement, activation, conversion, um, a company can show a virtual product. You can click on a, a, a link. Right. It can open up a window and you can buy that from the likes of Amazon or eBay or, or, or their, their e-commerce store and have it delivered to your house. So we figured out how to connect those two points, how to connect the metaverse and real, we call it v-commerce and e-commerce together. And, and so we're starting to look at, at brand ambassador programs. We're starting to, to, um, see, uh, retailers come on board, but we're also because of the quality of what we're doing, we're also starting to see, um, it's very early stage. But professional firms come to us and have discussions with us because not only do we have an integration with Ready Player Me that allows everyone to get free avatar, but we also have our meta hero avatars, which are customized to look like an individual. So senior leadership at a firm, right. instead of walking around, you know, in this sort of block, like a fox or a exactly. bunny, right. You know, and getting 
getting laughed out of the metaverse as a professional firm, we can make our avatars look like real people. So, um, uh, and our, our arrangement and, and partnership with Loot Mogul, we started looking at ce uh, celebrities and avatars for that. So, so we're delivering on on what our friends at Decentraland and Sandbox really started that movement and what Roblox has accomplished. And, and, and I give everyone credit. And I don't think there's a reason for them to change. This is just a different version of what's coming. And again, we're, we're really focused on, on new technology and we've proven that technology. We've heard a lot of people say, talk about the technology, but we actually can show it live in a living color. And more than just talking your own book, because I've always said on Agoracom for the last 25 years, in the small cap mm -hmm. space, third-party validation is very important because at the end of the day, the fact of the matter is, uh, me, me not so much, but most investors at home, yeah, they can go visit the URL and they can go take a look at it, but they really don't know how it matches up mm -hmm. against other metaverse and other digital ID solutions out there at the end of the day. They don't know. So right. where's the third-party validation? In Cubella, which is a proven leader in the Canadian Web3 and blockchain space, named Liquid Avatar a top 100 Web3 company and specifically in the metaverse category, where the only seven companies and you guys were number one, if I if I'm if I'm if I'm correct. So you are correct. How what did that mean to have that third party validation come in? Uh, I, it it, it, it was um, we had never talked to Incubella in the past, so it was not like it was um, it was completely organic, and and we've talked to them since. The great group of of, of people. Um, it was fantastic. I mean, it wasn't just us there. It was. You know, it was Dapper Labs in their category. It was yeah, big it names. was it, big names in there, and and to be named um, a top one hundred Web three company, and then in the metaverse category to be listed as as at the top of the list was really great. And and again, the, some of the comments I've I've given you is we've now shown Incubella what we can do, and they're like, uh, it's not fair to say people are impressed because that's my point of view, but. People are are going like we are walking the walk. We're not talking about stuff. So now, so as we pivoted in 2022 and we delivered on our promises, we really did. I mean, we're ready um, uh, to do digital identity piloting when the government says it's time. We are ready um, with proof of humanity and put it and put it into commercial play. I mean, uh, our proof of humanity application is now available in the App Store. And, and Google Play in, in over a hundred countries and regions around the world. Um, we, we have um, launched Lost Kingdom Tassara. We have uh, launched our beta, our first beta test server for Aftermath Islands. We have done these things in the face of, of one of the biggest market um, resets that we've seen in, it's certainly our lifetimes. And, and, um, it's been challenging. It's been difficult. The team has stuck together, um, but it's it it's 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 been a test of our fortitude. It really has, and it's been a test of the fortitude of our investors who stood by us as well. I mean, add to that, you know, probably one of the biggest tax loss seasons we've seen in forever because the market was in such disarray. Um, people who made a lot of money at the early side of the year. Decided to to yep. create wherever and we you had were, to, look, in the last forty five days of the year, Elon Musk lost two hundred billion dollars in personal wealth from Tesla because yeah. as Tesla couldn't maintain its grip and started going, 
the tax law. So I don't I don't think anyone's going to put on you, David. Uh, um, they're not going to put on you a requirement beyond if Tesla and Apple and Google and Amazon and Meta couldn't you know couldn't weather the storm. Uh, I don't think any shareholders out there are really going to force you to 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 buck that trend. But what they are going to look to you for is are you building a real business and you have because this is well that's it a real product real business yeah. real gross sales real solutions so how does 20 you know with that in place how does 2023 how does 2023 look and as you're talking about 2023 give us the macro outlook for the metaverse uh so a lot of people are saying well the metaverse over is a gimmick but you and i heard that in 2000 about the internet so Within the macro of the metaverse, how are you guys looking for 2023? Well, so so let's define what the metaverse is and, and what it is today and what it will be tomorrow. So the metaverse is 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 not what Meta has described it. It's not what Roblox has described. It's not what we've described it. It is a it is a an emerging new type of web. It's the it's web three. Now we're not at web three yet. We're probably at web two point two to two point five. We're certainly not at Web three, so I think we um, we're sort of, as I always say, crawl, walk, run. I think we're we're sort of in that still at the late stages of the crawl, right? Where um, you know, Magic Leap, who's a, another goggle provider, just you know, passed four billion dollars in funding to to create this new headset. We think that headsets and 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 wearable glasses and all that are part of the future, but today the metaverse is sort of a cross between um, uh, well. We look at it as seven principal tenets, work, play, learn, earn, entertain, build and or craft and so and socialize. So we're taking that that the, the web one and two experiences and moving them into a more immersive, engaging experience. And what that really means is it's going to follow gaming first because gaming is an immersive experience. So we're at that stage today. We've taken a position that we're, we're focused on using Unreal 5, which gives us high fidelity graphics. We're using GPU cloud serving, which allows us to process everything in the cloud and bring it down to the user's browser with less pressure on, on the machine or on the device, which means we can, we can have activation and, and, and engagement in a, in, in a mobile environment or a tablet environment, the same we could have in a high-powered graphic unit uh, gaming computer. And then, and then We've also integrated v-commerce and e-commerce. So we've done all that. So now our, our focus is, is revenue and growth. Has to be, right? We've proven the technology yeah, works. We're there. we're there. So now it's, it's okay. So you know, how quickly can we press the gas pedal? And, and that's going to require um, um, some, some uh, support in the capital markets. It's going to require support from our investors. And it's going to certainly put more pressure on our team. And, and, and our partners, but we're already seeing in the first three or four days, um, deals come to the table. I, and again, it's not that we've activated the deals, but but we spent the time necessary to make sure we got it right in 2022, and took all the pain. Now it's now we're hoping to have, um, and we're and again, it's our our position that we're going to push on the game for 2023. Yeah, and I see it the same way. But you know, at the end of the day. Uh, you know, everyone wants to hear it from you and, and you're definitely positioned for, you know, mm -hmm. for success. And I, I, I'm, I'm still, I tell everybody, people ask me, George, you think the metaverse is still going to be a thing? I said, well, look, 
what if I told you back in 2000 that you'd be able to buy stuff online, you'd say, no, I'm just going to go to the mall. Why would I buy it online? No, by 2000, you could. But 1995, you couldn't. In 1997, we developed, my team developed the technology to allow that to happen. So I agree with you. I don't want to age myself. Uh, yeah, but what I tell people is, well, well, look, back then we thought it was so amazing. You could just scroll through websites and look at tennis rackets in blue and green. And you know, right. we thought that was so cool. But that's ancient now, you know, and yeah. we're going to be able to go into the metaverse. Uh, so just like we transitioned from the mall to the, you know, scrolling pages, we're going to transition from scrolling pages to the metaverse where you're going to be able to see a product from different angles, how it's yeah, turn it move it usage all of that and we're going to say remember we used to scroll web pages yeah. to yeah. look at uh, these static pictures how ancient was yeah. that so i'm a, i'm a big believer in the bull uh of, of the metaverse and where it's going uh city does because what was that number did city say it's gonna be 13 trillion, 13 10 to 13 trillion dollar market yeah. yeah yeah uh by 2030 so but uh, but, but again george that's the that's that's as we come into the crawl stage and we go to the walk stage and the run stage, and I just want to comment on what you said. I mean, people have seen what Meta has spent and lost in the metaverse, but they've tried to go, in my humble opinion, again, I, I certainly can't comment on someone else's philosophy um, without looking at my own. Um, but I think they've gone from standing still to run, and not all the technology is going to be great. If you look at Roblox, Roblox is a major example. They've been around since about 2013. Decentraland and Sandbox have been around since 16 or 17. We've been around since November 2021. So we've really just passed our first year. And what we've accomplished in the first year, and again, um, we've, we've developed new technologies. We've, dis we've displayed new technologies. We've activated, we've created revenue. We've added proof of humanity to assure that one user, one account. We've done all the things we've been talking about we have done. So I think going into 2023, um, we're not asking for everyone to give us a bit of a benefit of the doubt because we're responsible to our shareholders, but we are shareholders. We're very heavily vested in our firm. And it doesn't take a rocket science to figure out that management and, and the team has been deferring our salaries to get here, right? We have we we have been taking holidays on on our own compensation to to keep this moving forward. And if, if we, we didn't believe in it. Right, exactly. And we've been doing other things and helping fund other other programs on our own. So at the end of the day, um, and as a, and our partners have stood by us, it's because when people see and understand and speak to us at the industry level or at, at and really take the moment to chat with us about this um, and not make um, nefarious comments and comments off the cuff because they're they're on, a, and I hate to say this, they're on a board or they're somewhere else where they can say something under the, the guise of an anonymity because they don't know anything and they and they want to be, you know, big person on campus. If they really want to understand what we're doing and we're seeing great opportunities to come to life. And I, I'm going to give you one now. I'm going to give you one. Oh, nice. Okay. I'm going to give you, I'm, I'm, but it's, 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 it's theoretical, but quickly practical. We can put an avatar inside our metaverse that is wearing a logoed shirt or company. You can walk up to that avatar and you can ask it all kinds of questions. Now by text and, and sort, shortly by voice. And it'll, from an artificial intelligence standpoint, it'll interact with you. So I want to I wanna walk up to a, a brand ambassador from uh, an electronics company, a large electronics company. 
And I can ask it all kinds of questions. And once I get my answers, the, the AI can ask you if you'd like to purchase that product. And if you say yes, it'll ask you to click here. A window will pop up with that page and item selected in that store's browser. And you can do that. We are we showed this kind of technology in theoretical uh, theoretically to a couple of people in the last few few days. They're freaking out. How hard is it to put one avatar, not a store with a thousand items, one avatar in a location inside our metaverse? Wearing your your company's branded shirt and let people ask it questions. How far Talk are we away it. from seeing something like that? Because I know that I'm I'm waiting for that. Actually. Months, months. Uh, we're that close, and huh? very few months. Very few months. Uh, does Chat GPT play any role in that whatsoever, uh, or or is Chat does Chat GPT just a, an indication of the kind of artificial technology that's available out there for avatars yeah. to be able to the, provide answers to questions? <sighs> We've done machine learning, natural language processing, you know, and 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 artificial intelligence. So I'm not going to comment on what we're going to use or or what the situation is. We've done that. We th this this business is a culmination of all our experience, whether it's in retail marketing, engagement, working with brands. I, I mean, we're out there talking and being invited to talk at events because we're talking again about the now. You've not heard me talk about. You've heard me talk about months not years not quarters we're in the now nice. this is where we want to be we're in the now and that was when at, at, at the immersive global summit in december in miami i was uh, i was and i'm co-chair of the vrar um association um metaverse committee and i was talking to everybody and I'm saying and, and i was commenting how great the stuff we saw was but they're they're years away like you know sony had this amazing rig that you could when can i get it well you know we can't tell you exactly when but it's coming um uh but at the end of the day and they do have prototypes available today but but we're talking about the now we're focused on the now how do we start to look at opportunities and revenue generation and growth and development now not not a year from now we want to do it now well you're there right now because people can go to aftermath islands and see if they go to the beta build and see they might be up or down, but they can go in and start. They can start to see all that. They lost King of Tathar. They can uh, Tathar. They can see all that. And yeah. now you're telling me I want to be able to see that demo as well about uh, how AI potentially is interacting with people inside of Metaverse. Uh, I think you're there, David. That's stock performance aside, because like we said, 2022 is a rough year for all the big growth, high tech, fast moving companies. Valuations is just a catharsis year. There's nothing you can do about that. The right. most important thing is you've got a product offering, you've got solutions, they're out there, they're working and they're growing. And I can't wait to see what you guys are doing in 2023. Can't wait to have you back, my friend. Always can't Thank wait you. to have you back. Thank you. Always a pleasure to be here. To everybody at home, you've been watching or you've been listening by podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple, your favorite podcast platform. To David Lukacs, who's CEO of Liquid Avatar Technologies, trades in Canada under LQID. For our friends in the US, LQAVF. For those new to the store, you want to do your due diligence, get the company's profile page on Agoracom because there's a lot of moving parts here. DigiID, blockchain, metaverse, a lot going on there. We have it neatly laid out for you as, as much as possible to get a good understanding. And then you hop over to Liquid Avatar website, do your deep, you do your deep dive, due diligence. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day. See you next time.
Hey guys, this podcast is over. But don't forget to help your company by liking it or even leaving a comment. And then, don't forget to help yourself by following us on Spotify, Google, Apple, or on your favorite podcast platform, so you will never miss another one great Agora Gomez Small Cap podcast.